What's going on, everybody? This is Daddy Goods, and this is the Plenty of Feet podcast. Today, we got a very special guest. We got Alexis Abuse. How you doing today? I'm good. That's what's up. That's what's up. Man, so far, you have been like my dream guest. <laughs> Let me tell you why. She brought me a coffee, everybody, and that was like literally a savior right there because I needed it. I needed it. So how's everything going today? It's good. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thank you for being on this podcast because you are absolutely a star. And, <laughs> you know, like <clears throat> when you have podcasts, like it's cool to have guests that intrigue the people. You know what I mean? I mean, it's cool to have any kind of guest because everybody has something special about them and everybody, you know, they got like a different perspective. Everybody has a different perspective. So you, you know, being the star that you are, you are an avian nominated star. And that's huge right there. Like, how did it feel when you found out that you were nominated? Um, I was shocked because <laughs> I feel like I'm not like, I don't have a lot of followers and like the people that I'm nominated with, I'm like, Oh my God, like Sophia Rose and like all these people that are, I don't know. I just feel like, oh my God, like, you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. You know, something that I've realized is that it's not always about like followers on Instagram and Twitter. You do, by the way, have a pretty solid uh, following and that, and that's cool. But that doesn't always amount to like what you're doing professionally, how you, you know, fare in that field. Mm -hmm. And you know, I feel like it only gets better, bigger, better with time. Yeah. So <clears throat> you being somebody who got nominated, like, how did you even get into that whole world? <laughs> well, it's like, I guess, it's, I don't know. When people ask me this, I'm always like, I don't know what to say. Because um, when I was 15, mm -hmm. I started camming on stick cam. Okay. Do you know what that is or no? No, tell me about it. It was like, uh, it was like you know, you go live and just whatever. And then people would be like wanting me to be sexy on there, you know, but I'm 15. Mm -hmm. So um, it, it started like that. Mm -hmm. And then I would like take sexy pictures and whatever. And then it was just like a hobby. Mm -hmm. And then two years ago, I was like, well, maybe I could like make it a business. And so I started yeah. taking it serious and like collabing with people was it like during the pandemic time um no it was before the pandemic um i used to have a sex toy mm -hmm. subscription service okay and i worked with like other sex workers and i was seeing what they were doing and i was like i love to do this you know mm -hmm. like maybe i should try it like really go full on that and then when the pandemic hit i had to close down my sex toy business because i couldn't ship mm -hmm. anything so um then I did start to like take it as like a full-time job instead of like a part-time job. So I guess. Right. Kind of. Do you feel like Las Vegas is the perfect place to be? Oh yeah, for sure. Why is that? Yeah. I mean like you could be in LA and be near more content creators or whatever, mm -hmm. but I'm close enough to LA. And then there are other people who like live here who make content. Mm -hmm. A lot of people visit here and then we had AVN like before it went digital. Is AVN digital now? Um, yeah, it is. It has been since, uh, like 2021. So the first time I went to AVN was 2020. Mm -hmm. And then right after that, the pandemic hit and I was like, oh, right, so I haven't right. been able to like have that again. And I'm like waiting for that, you know? So <clears throat> I think that is the funnest crowd that comes to Vegas. Yeah. Hands down, hands down. Like it's 
complete like party time when that crowd is in town. You know, everybody just wants to have fun. Yeah, I think it's something special about the people who uh, arrive to the ABM because those are people who are true professionals, one and two. There are people who live free willing. You know what I'm saying? They don't give a damn what people think. Yeah. That's the problem I feel like we have today is that too many people care what other people think. Mm -hmm. What, how did you feel when, you know, like family members or friends, you know, found out about you being in the adult industry? So, um, I actually am pretty lucky that my family is like kind of supportive. Like Mm -hmm. everybody knows. And like my grandma is like. She buys me negligees. She calls them. Really? Yeah. So she's like for, for your movies. <laughs> Shout out grandma. Yeah. Um, so she's, she's fun and it's been good. And mm-hmm. um, some of my friends that I had, like before I got into the industry mm-hmm. that aren't into the industry, were kind of judgy. And so like, I don't have non-industry friends now, really. I hear you. I hear you. I mean, it's probably better to like be able to like rub elbows with people that do what you actually do. Yeah. And they, they understand and there's no like judgment there and like weirdness. And yeah, I mean, <clears throat> you must have a lot of fun creating the content when you're creating it. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. I mean, hey, man, that's the world to be in content creation. That's where everything mm-hmm. is going these days. Yeah. What do you think about the metaverse? Um, so I heard something about like Playboy doing uh, a virtual Playboy mansion. Oh, snap. Yeah. So like, that's cool. But I don't really actually know that much about it. So, yeah. I mean, I bet you it's going to be the shit. Yeah. More than likely will. I think everything is going digital at the end of the world. So, you know, content creators right now, this is like, this is virtual real estate. So the people that are into it right now, yeah, they're going to be the ones that are like truly thankful that they got into it. And then everybody who was, you know, on the sideline or, or not, not necessarily saying they're on a the sideline. I'm not trying to knock anybody's profession. <laughs> I'm just saying you got to do something digital at some point. Yeah. Even business meetings during the pandemic went to Zoom. Right. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense. So foot fetish. What do you think about foot fetish? Or do you have a lot of fans who are foot uh, fetishes? I actually don't. Um, yeah, I like try to do little foot clips and put them on Pornhub, but I don't know. I just, I haven't had a lot. Like I've had a couple people, but not really like my main thing. You know, like <clears throat> it's a pretty big community. Yeah. Yeah. It's something that I found out when I started doing um, like foot fetish podcasts. It accidentally came about. So, you know, here I am with the Plenty of Feet pod. So... So this is plenty of feet, but today we got the feet of Alexis Abuse. So how about we do our first foot marshal? Everybody smash that like button. Subscribe. You already know the business. We got Alexis Abuse right now. The stars are in the building. Excellent. Excellent. So, 
That was a that was an excellent foot marshal right there. That looks like you uh you you know a little bit of something about the the whole fetish world. Well, I watched a lot of your podcasts before I came on. <laughs> Shout out to Alexis Abuse. I I really do appreciate that. You know, <clears throat> the podcast world is uh is fun because also like the adult industry, the podcast world, you create content and you don't give a damn about what anybody thinks. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not like that with everything. So so do you have like a, a an acceptance speech already prepared for the whole <laughs> winning the avian? Because I think you're gonna win. I, I really truly think. Oh my gosh, I don't think so. I uh I don't know. It's there's just so many people. So it's like only one person can win and mm-hmm. you know I've like I'm I mean I've been taking it serious for like two years. So I don't have that many scenes like with companies or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's like all on OnlyFans, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that that's cool. That's cool. I mean, honestly, that's that's the way to go about it, right there. Is, is OnlyFans? I mean, that gives you way more control of you yeah. know, like the revenue and the monetization of everything that you're doing. Yeah. Because if you were on completely on, because you're on Pornhub too, right? Yeah. Okay. So that's like all based off like ad revenue that yeah. they put out. So they're probably taking a huge percentage of oh, that. Oh yeah, for sure. And, you know, like at the end of the day, that's cool because you get the exposure and there's probably like billions of people scrolling through there. Yeah. But, you know, as a content creator, it's like being a music artist who signed to a label. It's almost more popular now for people to go independent. Yeah. So that's what it is at the end of the day. Yeah. You definitely don't need like a whole team anymore to be successful in this industry. Right. And I like having creative control over everything. So, like, when I go on a set, I feel like they're not, they're looking for their vision, you know, like, of what they think is good. Right. And then I look back and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, my <laughs> my hair, like, something, like, they didn't tell me, like, you know, whatever. So. I got to tell everybody um, that's watching and listening to this right now. She came with her own lighting, everybody. <laughs> Shout out to the not a porn star because he does his thing let me tell you right now got the lighting perfect and i appreciate that um yeah so you know like having like full control of your content that's truly the way to go do you have your own website as well well i have alexisabuse.com that i use as like a hub for like all of my things Mm -hmm. but i just never did my own like full clip site thing like on my own Mm -hmm. Because OnlyFans has been good for me so far, and I don't make any content that I like. Think, feel like I'm at risk of getting deleted. Like a lot of girls get deleted because they do, you know, things that are not on Instagram. No, like on OnlyFans. Oh, on OnlyFans. Yeah, but I feel like I'm not really, you know, worried about getting deleted. So I didn't know. I wasn't aware that there yeah. was guidelines on OnlyFans as oh, well. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Like, what kind of things can't you do? Um, like you're not really supposed to smoke weed, mm-hmm. and um, there's certain like. Like uh, a lot of dominatrixes get deleted oh. off of there because it'll be like they're like it's like too hardcore or like whatever. There's like a bunch of guys. Like, there's like a lot. I have him do that. I have my husband do. Like, <laughs> he's like my assistant. <laughs> Shout out to the hubby over yeah. there, man. I tell you, man, not a porn star. That's the guy. <clears throat> so mentioning dom- dominatrix, when I think of the name Alexis Abuse, I feel like it has something to do with that. Where did that name come from? <laughs> Um, well, so the name started when I was like a scene kid in high school 
And that was like my MySpace name. Mm-hmm. So then when I was stick camming, that was my stick cam name. So it's just been around for like ever. It's always my name. But um, I am submissive. So it like goes with it. Mm-hmm. I feel you. Yeah. That's what's up. Mentioning high school, there's a huge concert coming up. I'm not plugging this concert in any kind of way, but it's called When We Were Young. Yes. Did you hear about that? Yes. Are you excited about oh, that? I I like seen a bunch of stuff that people are acting like it's not real. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, like, what's up with that? Like, is it a real thing? Is it not a real thing? And then it was like supposed to be like three hundred dollars, and like people are gonna pay for that one day. I mean, I would go. Like, me too. Not even kidding. They used to have a thing here called Extreme Thing, and it was kind of like Warped Tour. Like it would just okay. be like a big like outdoor right concert, and that was like the thing when I was a teenager. Like, so it reminds me of that. I'm like, oh yeah. I feel like if that concert really does happen, everybody's gonna put on their mascara. Yeah. Guys too, they're gonna put on their <laughs> mask. They're gonna grow their bangs out this yeah. way, and they're gonna put beanies on. So, shout out to all my emo homies. <laughs> you know it's good. <clears throat> yeah. So. That's what's up. So, so, so the name was kind of like a high school thing for you. Yeah. That's what's up. And you rolled with it for, for forever. Like yeah. you probably will never change it. Yeah. And it's funny because I had people tell me that I should change it. Like this guy that I know that is in the industry, but like in a different part of the industry. And um, I just feel like it's so like catches your attention. Like Alexis abuse. Like that's like, it really does. It goes together. Like it's just, I don't know. And no, it really, truly does. And actually, the way that I even discovered you was because of that name. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Let me tell you how I discovered you. Because I don't know if you know, did I ever tell you this, like in a comment or oh, anything I like think, that? I think so. Okay, well, let yeah. me tell the people because it's <laughs> truly like an amazing way to discover somebody. All right. So I have another podcast called Cypher and Chronicles, right? This podcast I have with co-hosts, whatever. We have fun. We shoot the shit, right? I have stickers for that podcast. So when you got stickers and you're doing some kind of promo, you're just sticking them anywhere. You know, mm-hmm. you, it's that's the thing to do when you got promo stickers. I was in the line of Starbucks and I seen Alexis abuse, but it was in the colors of P hub and it catches your attention because of that, because yeah. everybody knows those colors. If they yeah. show those colors, the black with the orange, that's immediately going to catch your attention. But it said Alexis abuse. And I'm like, what? Yeah. That's some really catchy shit right there. Like the name alone is catchy, but the whole sticker idea with the colors, I was like, that's genius because now I want to search this on Pornhub. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I got to see like, who was it that, I mean, I'm by the way, she didn't do the sticker. A fan did it. There's no vandalism going on on this (laughs) podcast, you know? So, you know, I looked it up and then, you know, me being who I am, I'm a content creator myself. So I like to look for people to collab with. Mm-hmm. Right. And being a podcaster, I need to talk to people on the podcast. So, you know, I seen that it was a, um, you know, a Vegas thing going on. So yeah. I clicked on the the Instagram and I'm immediately I'm like in the in the comments, like, man, you're a genius. You know, <laughs> you dropped a sticker or somebody did. And, you know, here I am. So. That's how I discovered your sticker. So you must have like a promotional team out there or something like that. Just sticking stickers everywhere, right? Well, I like ordered a bunch of stickers because when people like order stuff for me, like underwear or socks or whatever, I'll just like put a sticker in there and it's just like a cute little thing. But also like, you know, somebody might stick it around or like 
whatever. But it's it's like catchy. So if you see it somewhere, then you're most likely gonna look it up. It's, and I then think- I've seen somebody out there with a sticker that was like mine. What? Yeah, they in the same you. spot as me, and I'm like, you are a copycat. They but it's copied like, you. It's like Poaching. I copied Pornhub, right? So it's like it's not really, but you know. Poaching Alexis abuse is not prohibited on this podcast, everybody. <laughs> Let's go into our next foot marshal. Hey. Shout out to the live comments. Shout out to Benjamin, the Mac. Shout out to Nelson, Tyler, DJ GOG, D Real DJ Fry Rock. Yeah, man. Shout out to you guys. Hey, drop a comment if you're here live right now. As a matter of fact, drop some fire emojis so Alexis can know that you're watching and enjoying what we got going on right now. Yeah, drop those questions too because we'll go over those before the end of the podcast. So if you got a question for Alexis, let's uh let's drop those as well. <clears throat> Alexis, Alexis, Alexis. You are the bomb. (laughs) So... Today, I want to have a a little segment just to kind of run off what we were just talking about. Let's brainstorm together. That's the segment. I don't know. I just came up with it. Let's brainstorm together. (laughs) What is the weirdest place that might be effective to stick a promo sticker? Um... I mean, I've gotten a lot of messages. The most messages that I've gotten about my sticker has been Coffee Bean and Starbucks. Okay. So I feel like most people go to Starbucks and, you know, like everybody drinks coffee. That's been good. And she brought me coffee today, everybody. So we know she loves coffee. I am a coffee addict. I have a problem. Is there any, is there any like particular favorites coffee? Um, I've been getting this uh, oat milk brown sugar. Okay. But they're on a shortage of oat milk at Starbucks. What? Yeah. A shortage of oat milk. I know. I was upset. Next thing we know, (laughs) they're going to be using goat milk. (laughs) That was terrible. I know. (laughs) What is the capital of Canada? Oh my God. I don't, I actually don't know. (laughs) Toronto. (laughs) Terrible. I know. Terrible. Terrible. What is my favorite chips? I don't know. Doritos. Oh, shit. All right. My bad. All right. Enough of the bad jokes. Enough of the bad jokes. So is there like a certain place you would like to be in your career that would make you feel like, all right, this is where I've always wanted to be and I'm comfortable and I'm happy and this is it? Um, I mean, just being able to like be comfortable living off of making the content that I like. Mm-hmm. Like that's another thing that I like about OnlyFans is that I'm making only the things I want. Mm-hmm. Like always, you right. know? So yeah, just being able to just like make art and like live off of it, right? It was like ideal. Were you uh, a little nervous when they announced that OnlyFans was gonna be wiping out the whole 
you know, doing adult industry stuff on their website? Well, so I've like been kind of prepared for that because I was on Patreon back in the day and they did like the same kind of thing. So when I seen AVN stars, Mm -hmm. I signed up like early on, like I've been on there for a while. So I've been backlogging all of my content on there. So I wasn't nervous because I have like this backup whole thing, but AVN is like stopping AVN stars now. So now my backup is gone. So I have to find another one. They're stopping it. They're not like letting you make money off of the subscriptions anymore. Oh, I wonder why they would do that. Yeah. I guess it just never really got on. Like Uh when I tried to get my OnlyFans people from OnlyFans to AVN stars, they were like, no. Right, right, right. But AVN being so big, I guess like even like being a part of their name is like a huge thing for, for any star. Yeah, well, it was good because when the convention was here, they had like a AVN stars section where you could like get merch and like they had like food and drinks and like, you know, like a little lounge. Ooh, sorry. And then um, they had like contests on there and like the AVN magazine. And I just felt like it was going to be like a good thing because OnlyFans is like not just sex workers, but AVN stars is like sex workers. Right. But it just didn't. I think it's kind of crazy how a lot of social media is there trying to pretty much like not allow sex workers to do their thing. Oh my goodness, everybody. It's all good. She doesn't have COVID, everybody. We already confirmed this. <laughs> You're good. You're good. Okay. I always feel bad when I cough. I'm like, please. Like, <laughs> Isn't it so like like weird coughing at all these days? You're like, damn, yeah. everyone's going to think I have COVID. And sometimes you think you have COVID. You're like, oh my God, I have COVID. Have you, like, have you just, caught it before? Oh yeah, I've had COVID. Um, so like when ABN 2020 was going on, Everybody usually gets sick around then, and they call it the avian flu. Wow. And I didn't get sick, but then my grandma got sick, mm. and they couldn't figure out what it was. And they were like, it's pneumonia, but it's not. Mm. And I was taking her to the doctor, so then I got whatever she had. I'm pretty sure that was COVID. Wow. But then my mom got married, so I took a like cross-country road trip. Mm-hmm. Went all over New Orleans, everything. Didn't get COVID. Came home. Had dinner at my aunt's house. Caught COVID from her. Golly. Yeah. Did you have all of the effects that everybody talks about? Oh, yeah. I like lost my taste and smell and everything. It was like, it was like the worst, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty crazy. Yeah. I caught it too. And I had a fever for like two and a half weeks. Wow. It was pretty bad. So, you know, like everybody just wear your mask, you know? (laughs) I mean, you know, so that they could bring the AVN back live here in Las Vegas, you know? Please. Yeah. Yeah. Because that would be the shit, right? Yeah, it just was. It's so much fun to like mm-hmm. be around everybody and like, you know, dress up and the parties and stuff. Could you imagine like how much content creation is happening at one time? Oh, yeah. During that period well, of time, most people do try to take advantage and like do a bunch of collabs and stuff. But mm-hmm. I don't because I'm scared of getting sick. Right. That's like how everybody gets sick. Right. So. But yeah. Like to, to putting too many people in one place, it's like damn near guaranteed. Yeah, it's just like when you're shooting every single day and you're shooting multiple scenes a day, like, mm-hmm. and you think about it over a week, like you shot with a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't like to shoot like that normally anyway, even like just when I get tested, because I just feel like I'm putting other people at risk if I'm gonna shoot with all these other people. Because you can only know like so much. Like, yeah, your test is valid, mm-hmm. but did you get COVID on your Uber ride on the way to my? 
place right Real now. Real talk, though. You know? Yeah, seriously. Yeah. I mean, because even in the Uber ride, you're so close with the driver, you know, yeah. like in, in breathing distance. And a lot of times, I mean, shout out to the Uber drivers, but a lot yeah. of times you guys don't wear your mask over your nose. And I'm saying like COVID can come through the nose, too. You know what I mean? Oh, God. But shout out to all the Uber drivers because we need you all. Because yes. we don't need people drunk driving, you know, especially in this city, man. This city yeah. is, a, is a wild city. I mean, it's a party city. Yeah. So, you know, but yeah, no, I hear you. So, you know, talking about like, like how often you do your content and everything, like what is like a good work rate for you as far as like getting things done? Um, well, I don't do a lot of collabs mm -hmm. because like, like I said, like to get tested and then like, I don't want to shoot with a bunch of people on one test. Right. So I'll do that. Like every couple of months I'll get tested, shoot with a couple of people collabs, but like normal every day, like solo stuff. Mm -hmm. It's just like whenever I feel like it, I just try to like get as much content done as possible because sometimes you just don't feel like it. And I, I hate to have a day go by where I don't have a thing to post because I feel like they're going to be like, feel like they're cheated out of their money, you know? Right, right. You got to satisfy the the fans. Yeah, so. so I just like to try to make sure I have a post every single day. Right, right. Now that makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. Um, I seen that you collabed with Elon Musk. <laughs> oh my God. Hey, that was my favorite that I've seen. So yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout yeah, out to that. I, I love that. Uh, <laughs> real. That, that was some funny shit right there. It was the real. So if if people listening right now, you want to know what I'm talking about. She has a reel on Instagram. She does a lot of reels on Instagram, by the I've way. I've been trying to. I feel like they do good on there. I don't know. I like the algorithm on reels. Yeah. Yeah. The, the algorithm works better. Like, because sometimes you're like, you'll drop a video and you'll be like, damn, look at that. The views are going up. Yeah. You know, so. But I would imagine um, the Elon Musk reel must have did a pretty good, right? Oh, it was, <laughs> the funny thing is, I... So I usually upload those things to Pornhub because I don't know why, but they love like TikTok on Pornhub for mm -hmm. some reason. <laughs> so I was like making dirty versions of TikToks and stuff and um, uploading them to Pornhub. So I'm like, oh, this is so funny. Let me upload this Elon Musk one. Right. And they like didn't approve it. What? Yeah. I was like, are you serious? They didn't approve the Elon Musk one. He has the AI working with uh, Pornhub. Yeah, that must be what it is. They were like, "Oh, Elon's face, no, can't can't be there." Can't. I put his name in the title too, so maybe I shouldn't have done that. But I just, you know, it's obviously like a joke. It's funny. Right, right, right. No, it was it was genius. I mean, that was some genius shit right there. Speaking of genius, how about we go back to a genius commercial right quick? Because Alexis is fire. Everybody, smash that like button if you love this show, and if you love Alexis abuse, of course. <laughs> she almost took me out, Tony. <laughs> got a black eye now everybody i got a black eye she like she turned and like karate chopped me with her kneecap in my face 
That's why they call you Alexis Abuse. I get it now. It all makes <laughs> sense. Have you ever actually abused somebody in a scene? No, I wish I could be dominant because like a lot of people think that I am because of my name. Mm-hmm. And that's such a good business, but it's just not something that comes natural to me. So is there yeah. any dungeons in Las Vegas? I mean, I've heard of like different stuff, like you know, like the green door and whatever, like sex places, but I don't know. I've never gone to any of those places. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of secret ones out here. Yeah. Vegas is good for that. Secret places that like nobody knows about. Yeah. And then like you gotta have like the the special end to be able to get into these places. We gotta find out. We gotta get like a list of these places and then like, you know, like show up on spot and like <laughs> just start like interviewing people. Like, what you got going on here? <laughs> They're gonna they're gonna think like we're the FBI or something though. Oh so. my god. <laughs> Hopefully not that. So uh tell us all about the pedicure you got going on today because i see that you got a, a pedicure for the fans of the plenty of feet pod so you got the 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 pink glitter is that what you got yeah i got like a pink glitter brunch hair <laughs> oh that matches the hair yeah. <laughs> what, what made you want to like go red with the hair because that is a really nice color on you oh thanks i um i dyed my i have like a obsession with dyeing my hair it's been pink for so long i like every day i'm like do i need to dye my hair today like, uh, yeah, but I feel like I've been pink for so long that now it's like part of my thing. It's a part of your brand now. Yeah, but um, I was blonde, and then over the quarantine, you couldn't get your hair done. Mm-hmm. So I tried to do my own roots, and it was like not good. No, I looked crazy. So I was <laughs> like, "All right, pink. It's just gonna be pink. Pink it yeah. is." It, so you don't think there will ever be another color? Then it's always gonna remain pink. Um, no, but I keep like, so I was going to dye my hair and then I was like, no, let me keep it pink for the next AVN thinking that we were going to have AVN this mm-hmm. year. And then we didn't. I was like, oh my God. When, man, I guess none of us really know when all of this COVID stuff is going to end. But yeah. do you realize it's been two years now? I know. It's crazy to think about. I can't wait for it to go back to normal. Hopefully yeah. it does. A part of me feels like it's not going to go back to normal though. It's just so crazy because even like last night, because like I'm like a late night person. So that's part of the reason like Vegas is usually like everything's open. But right. last night I tried to get food and nothing was open. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? It was like I one know. in the morning. Like, no, tell me about it. Not even Taco Bell was open. Like, I was like, Taco Bell? I know, Taco Bell. Like for real, man, we want a crunch wrap right quick, you know? <laughs> yeah, like nothing was open. It's crazy. That's like, what makes this a special place though. You're right. Yeah. Is or that- like the pepper mill. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You like I the mean, pepper mill? Oh, my God. So, like, my parents used to go to the pepper mill back in the day. So, it's, like, you know, cute because that or whatever. But I uh, I used to go there a lot with Matt. Mm-hmm. And then Marilyn Mason came to visit and we did a collab. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, we'll go to the pepper mill. It'll be so fun. We went all the way there. They were closed. I was like, what? Is, is Marilyn Mason, like, one of your best buds in the industry? Or? Um, well, we just met. Oh, okay. that, during that collab but i followed her for a while and i think she's really cool and we had fun so that's what's up that's what's yeah. up yeah man it, it, like i said it's good to have friends in the industry and everything yeah i gotta know are you a spiritual person at all um i like i definitely feel like there's like something you know but i i mean i wouldn't say that i'm like any religion you know, not to try to bait you into like a, a religious talk or a spirit. Oh, yeah. like, I, <laughs> I just feel like there's something, you know, in, in the world that um is going on right now. It feels like some kind of energy shift is going on right yeah. now. Maybe the comet truly is coming. Oh my God. Did you see that movie? Don't look up. 
Um, no, I don't think I did. What kind of movies does Alexis abuse like? Um, I don't. I like. I love watching all kinds of stuff, but um, like like scary movies and like whatever. But I love like super girly, like Mean Girls and okay, you like the girly flicks. Okay, is Matt down with the girl flicks? Oh yeah. When the uh, first week that we started dating, Uh we had Mean Girls on repeat, like for like three days because we were just like fooling around the whole time. But it was shout out to Matt again, man. You know, once again, Matt just keeps on proving himself to be the man. I got I actually want to talk about like the support that I see right now between you and your husband is actually amazing because, you know, like the biggest thing about relationships is not controlling your partner. Yeah. From being able to be a star, from being successful or holding them back in any kind of way. Like, that's the craziest thing that I see in relationships, honestly. Mm -hmm. Like people getting envious of their partner. I'm like, why would you not want them to be the best, most successful person they can be? Right. So me being a, a married man, you being a married woman, having partners in our life that support us greatly. Do you see like anybody like in the industry that have partners that are like completely against what they do and like hold them back in any way? And like, how do you feel about that? If you, um, do? I have seen like a few people that the relationship like takes that turn because it is like a complicated thing mm-hmm. to like, like Matt is like my assistant. So he's on set right. all the time and like filming me, um, like shooting with other people and stuff. So, right, right. Yeah, um, there are people that get jealous and, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. But I think that if you're going to be successful in a relationship in this business, like if it's going to last, you have to be that way. Like you can't be that jealous person or else it's just not going to. Right. Like, yeah. So is there like any boundaries or is there like just a complete understanding? Like, you know, like he understands 100% because I feel like this is interesting and important. Yeah. Um, well, we're not like swingers or anything in our personal life. Mm-hmm. So we don't um, like hook up with anybody outside of shooting content. Right. And it's like a really professional thing. And it's nice when you can like meet content creators that you guys can be friends with and shoot with and get along and like, like D siren, like she's like so great. Like we can like hang out mm-hmm. and whatever and shoot content. And it's not like weird afterwards. There's not like a, you know, like a pressure of us, like hooking up outside of work. Yeah. So I think it's important to, um, you know, if you're not somebody who's like a swinger in your personal life, like find people who understand that. Cause there's people in the industry who just are like that. And they just think like, Oh yeah, we'll like have sex after the collab and we'll like Mm -hmm. go whatever. Like I've had people be like, Oh yeah, I'll take you out while your husband's at work. I'm like, no, it's not like, right. Right. It's not the kind of situation that we're in, but yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's crazy. And so, so a lot of people make the wrong assumptions. Yeah. I mean, I guess it just depends. Like people who are in relationships who are in the industry, Mm -hmm. I feel like they get it. Like I'll shoot with somebody like, when I shot with Fit said, she was like, I don't kiss on the mouth. I'm like, I get that. Like, totally. See, that's what I was wondering. Like, yeah. is there like anything like that as far as like the boundaries go? Like, no, like French kissing or anything that seems too passionate. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, uh, I guess it also depends on the scene partner. Cause like some partners that I've worked with are like heavy into like kissing and like touchy and whatever. Like, even before the scene starts, like, you want to make them feel comfortable and stuff. And so I feel like that's okay. But it's like after the scene, I'm not like, 
gonna cuddle you or like right you know right. whatever like <laughs> <laughs> is that ever an expectation <laughs> um sorry my hair is like getting in my mouth <laughs> Um, cuddle not not cuddling but I mean I have like shot with people and then them think that now like when we go out like we're like a three like right. we're on a date together right right and it's like it's no. not like they'll like <laughs> hit on that in a weird way and I'm right. like I'm not jealous but it's mm. just like I feel like it's like inappropriate totally you know totally. yeah I feel you on that no that makes a lot of sense honestly yeah. I had I'm not going to say no names, but I had somebody on this podcast and um, their boyfriend didn't like that. They were doing the whole foot fetish thing mm-hmm. and they're very much into it. The the guest that I had and their boyfriend is not and told her basically like you cannot have this content out there, you wow. know, or, you know, that's that for us. And like hearing about this story, like just it shocked me that people are literally that confusing. Mm-hmm. I'm not confusing, uh, excuse me, um, controlling. Yeah. And the fact that that exists is actually abuse. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like if somebody can't like be a hundred percent authentically themselves with you, then you guys shouldn't be in a relationship. Right. You know, like what's the point? Yeah. And like, you know, like for, for like the, the guys or, or girls out there that are like controlling their partner in, in many different ways, like mm-hmm. financially, physically whatever way that they control them like uh you know that's mm-hmm. that's got to stop at some point and like yeah. i understand that everybody is different as far as um like how they you know run their life and everybody can hear advice but you know sometimes not be able to actually do the advice yeah. um but you know maybe they can learn from people like you and matt and you know take some notes from that because that's truly amazing so shout out to that <laughs> <laughs> let's get into another commercial hey Smash that like button, everybody. Alexis, let's uh, let's talk about what you might want to say to your fans out there. <laughs> um, well, oh my God, I'm like so silly. Like, like I don't know. I just like I'm so appreciative of everybody that buys my content because like you're really helping me just like live my dream, you know? Yeah. So it's just like I really appreciate everybody. Like, people don't talk to me on OnlyFans. I'm like, why? aren't you talking to me? Like, I want to talk to you. I want to know about you. Like, right. <laughs> you know, I appreciate you guys. Would you like a more um, back and forth, like interaction with your fans? Yeah, for sure. Like I, 
I get on there sometimes. I'm like, what is up with you guys? Like nobody talks to me. Like people do talk to me, but like with the amount of people that are on there, it's like hardly any people talk to me. It's like, do you think it's like a shy thing? I think that uh, with some people it's a shy thing because like the other day somebody messaged me and was like, I was nervous to tell you because I used to date your cousin and like now I'm on your OnlyFans. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I know. They used to date your cousin now yeah. they're on your OnlyFans. Oh, okay. Okay. Did- and so like maybe, you know, you're shy. You don't want to tell me, but. Right. Right. Yeah. That they're into your content and yeah. stuff like that. Like, hey man, fuck your cousin, but I love you. <laughs> <laughs> No, I hear you. I, I hear was so you. surprised. I was like, wow, really? Did you like know which cousin they were talking about? Or? I didn't. So I asked them. And then when they told me, I was like, get the fuck out of here. Like, I never talked to that one. So I was like, so surprised that they would even see me. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, that that's what's up. So like yeah. you, you would like your fans to like, you know, holler at you a little bit more and uh, yeah. maybe tell you what they would like. Or, oh yeah for sure i love hearing feedback it helps me make better content for everybody but okay so yeah. you do take requests and everything yeah like if i get messages from my only fans they're like this is what i this is what i like to see more of and whatever and yeah yeah that's what's up that's what's up shout out to alexis on that part all right so i have on the screen right now her ig and her twitter so everybody make sure you follow those things is there anywhere else you feel like people need to contact you at or, or follow definitely only fans right yeah of course only fans um i actually have it on sale right now like 50 percent off so it's only like three dollars oh is that right yeah, three dollars so. that's that's a deal it right is there a fucking deal i had somebody message me the other day and tell me that they think that my only fans is like great for the price because only charge six dollars let, let, let's talk about that real quick because I, I think that's important and i and i feel like it's crazy that like somebody of your stature and professionalism and all those things like charging three dollars there's a reason for that and i see girls getting into only fans that you know aren't in the industry at all but they you know seems like they would like to they're setting a price point like at thirty dollars or you know much yeah. more like what do you what do you think about that so i used to have my only fans at ten dollars and like i would like to price it higher but i feel like more people feel comfortable purchasing when it's at a lower price point. right and i'm not someone who does do like a lot of collabs with a bunch of different people i do mostly solo and with my husband and then i do some collabs so i feel like because i'm not putting as much money into it as some of these other girls like if they're collabing all the time when you get tested i mean it's like 200 dollars to get tested so if you have to get tested like all the time i understand you know you want to up your price but um, I just feel like it's fair for the content that I put out, like the amount of effort that I put in. I post daily and I don't do any like pay-per-view or anything like that. It's like, that's what... Like what you put on there, it's that's what they get. Yeah. There's not like extra and I'm not trying to like get extra money off of you and like stuff like that. Well, yeah. there you go, everybody. For $3, <laughs> you can tune into all of it. And I mean, for that price, that is an amazing deal for everything that you're going to get on her website. So everybody... Go check that out. Make it happen. That's that's amazing. And you can tell your family and friends about it because, I mean, hey, man, that's a screaming deal right there. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on the Plenty of Feet thank pod. Thank you for having me. It, like I said, it was a, a fucking honor, to say the least. <laughs> and I'm super excited that you were on this podcast. So thank I hope you. you all enjoyed Alexis Abuse. Um, let's do a foot marshal on our way out okay. of here. All right, shit, let's do it. <laughs> Yeah. I'm
I know everybody wants me to do it, so I'm gonna do it. Are you not entertained? <laughs> Thank you all for tuning in so much. Give it up for Alexis Abuse again. And we will check you all out next time. Let's do it. And we out. Mm-hmm.